Has this ever happened to you? You spend your entire winter holidays brainstorming and planning for your business with a focus on growing your podcast. You launch with a new season to kick off the new year and you lose your voice for an entire month. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Terra Reflections. I have to say, it's good to have a voice again. Welcome to Tarot Reflections, your tarot polls for self-reflection and introspection. I'm your host, Megan Tabukors. Are you ready to look into the mirror that reflects back your mental and emotional state? Then get comfortable, take a deep breath, and let's get reflecting. It's a new-ish year still which means a lot of folks have been reflecting on their life, habits, and goals with the optimistic outlook. They'll make one big change in their self-care routines and all will be different. In case you can't tell, I struggle with the new year, new me mindset. I just find that it rarely inspires sustainable, healthy change, but I digress. A self-care tool that a lot of folks may try to start as the year begins is journaling. It's a popular form of mindfulness, documenting life, and preserving memories. And it works for a lot of people. Traditionally, it has not worked for me. In fact, I have begun new therapist relationships by flat out telling them if they ask me to journal, I will not do it. Or at least, I'll try really hard, be successful for a day or two, and then forget it. I am no journaler. And for some reason, that used to have me feeling a good amount of shame. I think the shame came from what I discussed last episode, the one you heard back in January, um, speaking of shame. But that self-help, spirituality, mindfulness space, there are folks who emphasize the importance of specific tools rather than the intended results of the tool. Folks that make claims such as five minutes of meditation in the morning will change your life for the better. Or that journaling is the key to being more mindful and more in control of your emotions and mental health. I'm being serious. I've heard that actually said on a podcast. But I've struggled with journaling ever since I was a kid. I've bought countless beautiful notebooks intended to change my life as a journal, only to have two or three pages written in it. Plus, as I was growing up, I had dreams of being a writer in one way or another. Heck, I still have those dreams. And the narrative that all good writers were journalers stuck in my mind early on. Which is probably why I kept trying time and time again only to fail. Actually, while I'm reflecting on it, that's not quite true. I had one journal that I used regularly. It was my secret boy book. I used it to document major milestones with my crushes from the time I had my fourth grade boyfriend right until I entered an abusive relationship and didn't want any of that documented. I think it's still somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it even still has the pressed, preserved flower my seventh grade boyfriend gave me once on our walk home. Gonna have to do some serious self-reflection to figure out why my romantic side could stick to journaling at a young age. Anyway, my point is the traditional dear diary style of daily journaling never stuck for me. It never worked for me. 
I struggled to find value in it. I thought the tool might just be broken when it came to me. But here's the thing, folks. Just like how not every tool works for every person, not every formula works for every person either. That method of, dear diary, today I did XYZ and enjoyed spending time with ABC, gave me back very little. It didn't, to quote Marie Kondo, inspire any joy in my life. So I had decided that journaling was not for me. But this fixed mindset wasn't sitting well with me for a long time. In listening to my favorite podcasts share tips and tricks for the new year, journaling for wellness was one that kept coming up in multiple episodes on multiple podcasts. Every time I would roll my eyes, but eventually I started to think about it. I started to realize that it wasn't that the tool didn't work for me. It was that I didn't know how to work with the tool in a way that benefited me. If I thought about why I might want to journal, what benefit I would get out of it, I realized I actually journal all of the time. I just didn't do it daily or maintain a record of it. Journaling, for me, is about releasing built-up emotions and expressing thoughts that maybe have gone unsaid. In my breakup last year, I wrote my ex at least a dozen letters, all detailing a mix of emotions, anger, and new understandings of the relationship. I, of course, sent none of them to him and never intended to. In fact, I think I cathartically burned a letter or two in the whole healing process even. But those letters let me get out what I was feeling, release it from my body energetically, and became a healthy expression of my anger and pain. Really, those letters were journals. And I've done similar things to this since I was in high school. Sometimes it would be a long letter, and sometimes it was just a few sentences on a scrap of paper or doodled in the margins of my university notebooks. Sometimes the writing was neat and pretty. Sometimes it was chaotic and messy, and I couldn't even read it two days later. But this followed a similar pattern to your classic idea of journaling and was providing me with the same intended benefits. It wasn't necessarily Instagram pretty or following a strict methodology, but it worked for me. I adapted the tool to work for me without even realizing it. So are you limiting yourself to rigid and prescribed methodologies? Is it time for you to modify a tool so that it actually works for you? Now, let's dive into this week's reading. Our general message from the universe is from the star. We are in for a rebirth this week, friends. If you've been feeling down lately or like nothing is working your way and things have just crashed around you, this week will bring you the hope you've been looking for. Spend your energy and efforts this week in trusting yourself, have faith in your intuition, and surrender part of yourself into trusting that the universe has got you. And our mental health message from the universe for resiliency comes through the judgment card. I know this sounds kind of scary if you're unfamiliar with tarot, but fear not. The judgment card is really amplifying our star here. It strengthens the idea of a rebirth to come, a new way forward. But 
the judgment card here is telling us we need to do some personal reflection, some meaningful shadow work to get there. We need to reflect on what we've done in the past, the stories we've told ourselves, the routines we've maintained, the boundaries we uphold or don't. We need to reflect on these and be honest in our evaluation of ourself. This tough inner work, this sometimes painful shadow work, is what will lead us to our next path. I find these two cards really interesting to be pulled at this time. I'm not an astrologer, but I follow one. And her episode last Friday dove deep into a thing called our Saturn return. I'll link the podcast. It's Cosmic Rx. It's with Maddie Murphy. I'll link it in the show notes so you can learn all about it too. But why this matters is because Saturn is about to move out of Aquarius and into Pisces in early March. Saturn changing signs brings a new big shift to everyone, regardless if it's your Saturn return or not. But Saturn returns, from my understanding, can be a bit of a rebirth of their own. As I have Saturn in Aquarius, and so will many people listening to this podcast, based off the age demographics I see in my analytics, I literally, like last night, wrote a journal entry of all things, reflecting on my lessons from my Saturn return. Maddie, I know you subscribe to the show, which still brings me um, amazing joy, but if you're actually hearing this, if astrology isn't real, then why is this tarot pulse so aligned? All right, that's it on another episode of Tarot Reflections. Pending no further life-complicating circumstances, I'll be back next week with more mental health love and messages from the universe. If you've enjoyed Tarot Reflections so far, please do give us a follow and leave a reading and review. For more mental health magic, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Megan Mentally or on TikTok at Tarot Reflections Pop. And don't miss out on your permission to thrive. Sign up to get your weekly permission slip for an abundant life at the link in the show notes. Until next time.